This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ninth Realm, an Age of Sigmar podcast brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount every single day of the week, even Sunday. Yeah. Even Someone's on working on Sunday. Sunday. Even on Sunday. We often work on Sunday. Well, Someone's the email here. works on Sunday, even if you're not here. <laughs> no one answers it, though. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sometimes we do. But anyway, thank you guys for joining us so much. Episode? Uh, 38? Four million. 38. Oh. I was close. I called it. You, you actually were closer, but just by a little yeah. bit. Welcome to episode 38. Today we're going to talk about the Blades of Corn supplement. Also, we were at an RTT this past weekend, run by the one, the only, Mr. Scott. Wait, I did it? Yes. It was my fault? The butler did I'm sorry. it. sorry. No, I'm just kidding. The butler won a prestigious award, which I we did. will talk about. The <laughs> only award winner at the table. That is true. So, actually. Technically. Considering Scott couldn't play, uh, that leaves me. That's true. That yeah. is true. True statement. Uh, so we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Also, some more rumors floating around about those lovely Caradrin or Caradrin overlords. overlords. I believe it's Caradrin. Oh. The models are looking pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, might be able to get a sneak preview at Frontline Gaming. I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see which way the wind blows. But uh, why don't we jump in, talk about the exciting new release, the Blades of Corn. Also, just to let you all know, if you'd like to read an overview of the book, please go to the blog. And uh, I did write up an overview the day it went up uh, for pre-order. Yep. And you can get this through Frontline Gaming, 25% off this week and next week if you send yeah, the order. Yeah, get my order in. Yeah, please. It's an awesome, awesome book. It really, is. really enthused with it. Uh, you can get that to orders at frontlinegaming.org or call 888-781-5120. be happy to hook you up. It's also, I want to say thank you to everybody that voted for us in the Small Business Grant Contest with FedEx. I voted every day with every email I had. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Thank you. We really appreciate that. And uh, also, last day, uh, or I'm sorry, we have until April 21st to pre-order any of the new FLG mats. Uh, $5 off and free shipping. It equates to 20 to 25% off when you factor in the free shipping. Wait, well, what if I can come pick it up? We then, roll the shipping into the price, and then we, d- we don't more than five percent. We don't actually. Really? Sorry, yeah. Um, but if you want to come by and, and strike a bargain with us by picking up a couple, we can do that. Oh, well, I might need a couple, so we can do that. Uh, so why don't we jump in and yep. talk about blades of corn? So I'll preface it really quickly, and then I'll hand the baton off to Scott. Nobody cares what Jason thinks. <laughs> Wait, whoa, hey! <laughs> but uh, but he played corn. I did play in, corn. In I, I played the most corn at this table. Uh, how'd you do? We'll talk have, about yeah, you. We'll talk about your perspective. I had the corniest jokes. You had the most corn in your who? Uh, I had the most corn in my beard. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, I had the most corn-like teeth. So Blades of Corn is a new, Too the far. newest battle tome. <laughs> <laughs> Which Too much. is really great, actually. I loved reading through that. It, it was in the store. I get to actually touch it today. Yeah, we we, yeah. we do. We get early copies of a lot of the material to preview as our part of our deal with uh, Games Workshop. Um, not just us, other bloggers. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lots of people have been posting <coughs> pictures. I'm not sure that's part of the deal. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Like, they have they have guidelines on what they don't want you to post ahead of time, which is totally cool. Okay. Um, so uh, we're not going to spoil too much about the fluff, although it's there's not too much there. Uh, predominantly, we're going to talk about the rules, the battle tomes, all that fun stuff. There's a lot of new art in the book, which is incredible. They're great art. Yeah. Right, yeah. Really, really good. And then they changed some of the points and or rules 
of some of the War Scrolls, which I think is great that they're doing this. Not it's some a, of the stuff I was hoping they'd change. Yeah, it's a little confusing, but it, it's it's we're getting updates, and that's the important part. Yeah, well, it keeps it fresh, and it gives them a chance to fix little things, which is one of the things I hope they changed and they didn't, which I'll mention when we get there. Yeah, um, so just give you some broad strokes on what the book includes. It's very similar to the Disciples of Zinch, Disciples of Zinch book that we previously got. They give you kind of like an army-wide special rule. Disciples of Zinch got Destiny Dice, which are crazy good. Right. Crazy good. Yeah, Holy did you, crap. Did you get that with Archeon? Or did you, oh, no, you got that I with, didn't get archeon yet. I, I've been heard, hearing people talk about that list where you put them on the table, and mm -hmm. if everything works out, you just you know go over, use your sixes to just remove all the yeah. ones you didn't want to have to fight. You, you use your Destiny Dice to instant give. If you guys want to see it in action, Frankie and... Uh, he played at the doubles event at Adepticon oh, yeah, yeah. with uh, Andy, uh, one of the Black Library authors, mm -hmm. and they did it to the Celestent Prime, where they just removed oh. it from play. Yeah. I think Archeon, if he rolls two sixes or a five and a six to wound, uh, you just remove the model from play. It could, it could be Nagash. It happened to me at the tournament this weekend. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty brutal. So they, they did it to the Celestent Prime, and they're like, Bop, bye. And yeah. they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> brutal. Just get him right out of the way. Yeah. They won't have to fight him. You kind of have to. A lot of the guys who are talking about playing the list is one of those things. If you don't get those key things off, you've got a lot of points and very few models. And everything does die eventually, even Archeon. Yep. A lot of people have been advocating for Archeon to go up in points. I, don't, I really don't agree. When you use him, like when you combo him, right, he's absolutely devastating. That list they were playing with two Lords of Change and Archeon is yeah. brutal. Well, you can, you can make sure you get all, all the buffs on them because well, how many how many change you roll the two dice like oh no it was both the good one yeah how it's many five and one no it's five and five I'm sorry yeah. was it, it was two thousand point team two, two thousand one thousand points per player oh wow they had wow. They, they had the minimum uh, battle line tax right and they had skyfires also it was absolutely Oof. it was they won they they maxed battle points unsurprisingly wow. um, but I played against the Zinch list at the tournament too the, the Zinch is just so powerful right now however um the disciple the blades of corn book they give you blood tithe that's the cool mechanic and we can all talk about that yeah, that's their overall command rather than where you get the destiny dice or the stormcast get the drop in right, deep, lightning, striking. deep striking rules they get the blood, tithe. blood tithe and which it works is really great yeah and it works very similarly to the way blood tithe works for uh corn demon can in 40k Whenever you kill a unit or one of your units is killed because corn cares not from whence the, the blood, blood flows, flows, you get a blood tithe point. And then there's different battalions that can give you blood tithe, mm -hmm. although most of them are too big to be used in a 2,000-point game. Uh, and there's all yeah. kinds of magic weapons and relics and, and all kinds of like extra benefits you can, do, you can put onto your models to generate blood tithe. And blood tithe is really, really effective. You can get extra... Uh, you can have a unit attack and hero phase. Automatic board-wide unbind a spell unbind that one spell. is so good yep so good yeah like the gaunt summoner is like oh half your units dead you're like no it's not buddy yeah how do you like them apples which is another thing that happened to both of us not to me yeah the the gaunt summoner i, well, I never got gaunt yeah, summoner dead on both sides so. i avoided him but then i that's what caused me to lose the mission because yeah. i stayed oh, out of his man. range well i failed two short charges we'll talk is about it, that still bothering tournament recap. Yes, i hate it so much I feel the six-inch charge and then a four-inch charge. But that, that's why we use dice. I was like, uh, if it was a sure thing. It wouldn't be as much fun as the dice. I don't yeah. know about that. Chess is pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that. Uh, so, blood tithe gives you all kinds of cool stuff. What was your gentleman's favorite aspect of blood tithe? Oh, just 
the fact you're building all this up that you can actually heal models oh, using it. Yeah, what, the one of them, every corn model on the table heals D3 wounds. Well, you got a lot of them that are one, but it's kind of the same as like the Lich banner where it like heals one of all the other guys. We have a lot of two wound models, but usually in a unit that means one guy has one, one guy, wound. Right. But that helps eat up that, that attrition does. of your army. It incentivizes you to use things like Korgrass, which got quite a boost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if, say, you had like four or five Korgrass and they've all taken some damage, like, boop, boop, now they all heal two wounds. You're like, wow, that's pretty <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, and and what, they went up 20 points for the 20 points, though all their attacks do more damage. Yeah, and there's a battalion in which they can get eight attacks each. Brutal. Korgrass are actually good. quite good now, in my opinion. Um, Jason, what was your favorite uh, blood attack? Either one of the things you can do with it or just in general? Um, I mean, it, I like that it makes them a bit more mobile. And also, the, the one that I like the most, I think, is the one that lets you attack in your opponent's charge phase, where you yep. get to charge them and attack yeah. and do all your stuff. Yeah, because you so. can use blood tithe in either player's hero phase. Yeah. So yeah. you can just burn some and have you guys attack. Right. And then... There's one that lets you summon a unit, but it's eight blood type. No one's ever going to use it. Because you got to well, well, set, set the points aside. Set aside. Yeah. Ignore that but one. The, the if negation you're playing at one of those big table games where you got everybody out there, I would have a blood thirster set aside just to do that. Yeah. I mean, there's a possibility, but you'd have to lose eight units or kill eight units or combination thereof. So that's going to happen later in the game. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even, I would ignore that personally. Like maybe an open play, if you're playing like an apocalypse game, then it'd yeah. be really like cool. Yeah, if you feel the big, yeah. one of the big battalions where you got tons of guys out there already and you're. Yeah opponents doing the same thing with one of the other armies that can do that then yeah you'd have them off to the side and just wait because you'll get there in, in that instance i think it not only would you use it but it'd be a lot of fun yeah um but in general terms you're not really going to use it but there's so many other really cool things and there's a lot of artifacts and a lot of uh command abilities uh that that will help you generate uh blood tithe like your general could conceivably uh generate three blood tithe every time you kill something yeah um, mm -hmm. quite easily. So then, I mean, if you have it on like a bloodthirster... There's battalions too. Yeah, he's just like, bow, bow, Battalions bow. just generate them. So yeah. Do. yeah. Really, really cool. And some of the other really fun stuff that's in there um, beyond blood tithes, which I think is an awesome, an awesome ability. And remember, you just have to have the corn alliance. It's, every unit has to have the corn keyword, which you yeah. can do with like Chaos Warriors. Right. Uh, uh, demons and Varengard too, right? No, Varengard only get it from Archeon. Is yeah, Archeon could be on the table too with Corn because he has the Corn. Do, do Varengard, can they start with a mark or can they only get a mark from Archeon? I, I do can't they even take marks? I, I know Archeon can give it to him, which in which case you wouldn't have the Corn Alliance because when you deploy, you would not. But um, we can check that later. But you could. there's all kinds of units you can mix in to this to really make a diverse list. It doesn't have to be Bloodbound, it doesn't have to be Demons. Now you um, can go all through the mortals yeah. that, that are allowed to take a word and just give them Corn and. And there's, guys, there's so much fun stuff. But I think really the strength of this book, besides Blood Tithe, is the battalions. Yeah, like every other book, that's where the the, the real. Yeah, I mean, power some is. armies some armies don't need battalions to be top tier, right? Like the Stone uh, Beast Claw Raiders with Moonclaim Grots. That's a very common quote unquote net list. Yeah, it's, a, it's a combo thing though. You've got both. We've got Horde going. and you've got mega powerful yeah. units. Um, but some of the battalions for, for uh, the, this book, they would get you down to a single drop army. So yeah, you're sure. going to go first or second of your choice. Sadly, I didn't like yeah. any of them, but yeah. So I, I, there was one in there that I think is absolutely phenomenal. The demon, there's a demon uh, battalion of battalions that lets you, your whole battalion, which can be your whole army, can move 2d6 inches in every hero phase, in each of your hero phases. 
Yeah, well, I, I have all mortals at home. I have very few demon models. So I was looking at all the mortar stuff. And the two of them, it's like the <clears> battalion <throat> I have to take to unlock the battalion itself, the extra battalion for the group. It's just like, eh, I don't want that one. I wanted the other guy. Yeah, I mean, the mortal, but, the mortal super battalion were definitely less appealing. The demon uh, super battalions, for lack of a better descriptive term, were really good. Yeah. Like the core, the core units were um, like blood crushers that do extra mortal wounds when they charge. Okay, sure, I'll yeah, take that. Why not? Uh, but anyway, let's 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 dig into some of the battalions because I think that's where the real magic of this book is. Um, what were Jason? What was your favorite battalion in the in the book? Um, man, I hope I get the name right because we don't have it right in front of us. Um, it was right over there. Why didn't you bring it? But well, it hasn't come out yet. Oh, so no, it's uh, I don't well, know. we're just joking, Mariana. And like magic, corn has blessed us with the book. Ooh. Ooh. Look at that. Uh, uh, well, not Zinch. like magic, Zinch. like prayers. <laughs> Look not at that. Mad, not magic. <coughs> oh, that, that's a good list. Let's, before we jump into the battalions, sorry, we're going to do a little switcheroo on you here. Uh, that's one of the other cool things that you get in this is the ability, um, all your priests get an extra prayer. Yeah, an extra prayer. And they're very good. Um, they're, the, they're a little bit harder to get off. It's a four plus and a one. You take mortal wounds, but mm. if you kill something... But you do both, so you can do the one you already have and that one. Right, and there's a battalion that lets you re-roll it, um, which I think you, you, it's a, that, that's one of the best battalions in the book. I love that battalion. The Gore Pilgrims. The Gore Pilgrims. Because it lets you re-roll the prayer, so it really increases the odds. And that's not the best part. Yeah, well, that's just one of the, the great parts. But we'll, let's talk about some of the new um, prayers, because they're really, they're really good. And where are you? New prayers. That way, that way. Oh my gosh. Because they did the there path to glory in between this and this, which is here. So you get this prayer in addition to the ones that the model already comes with. Um, and they can, they can attempt this, these prayers in addition to other prayers. So you can try twice, which is yep. obviously very good. Uh, one, add one to the save rolls of the entire unit. It's Mystic Shield. And now your uh, Reavers have a one, have a six, so you can give a five. Yeah, so you can go. Blood Warriors can go up to a three up save. Go to the three. And again, if you're taking the the Gore Pilgrim Battalion, you have a 75% chance to get it off because you get a reroll. If the priest actually kills something, you go up to like a 90% chance of passing it because it's a three plus reroll. It's extremely good. It's it's more likely to go off the Mystic Shield. So, and it can't be unbound, and you can try it multiple times. Yep. Because the rule of one at this point in time does not apply, apply to, to prayers. prayers. So, again, the Gore Pilgrim Battalion, pretty solid. Um, Blood sacrifice, uh, pick either the priest or a corn unit that was within three inches of the priest. The unit suffers D3 mortal wounds and you gain a blood tithe. So blast a blood reaver, a reaver, and then you get a blood tithe. Mm -hmm. uh, resanguination, um, the model you picked heals D3 wounds. Brazen fury, uh, pick, pick a corn unit uh, within 16 inches that uh, you don't have to take battle shock, battle shock, obviously very good. Yeah. Um, killing frenzy, add one to the hit rolls of a unit. Mega Bane or Mage Bane Hex, um, you can attempt to unbind an additional spell, which is really good against like Corn. See, that's the one I'm looking for is the Killing Frenzy. One more to your chance to hit, because the, the battalion I would want to field has the Skull Reapers, and they have the Mortal on a six, so you want to get that yeah. down as far as you can. So you get a plus one, then you get another plus one, one from the Blood Secretor. Mm -hmm. So you're getting uh, on a four well, plus. Right, you get an extra swing from the Blood Secretor. Yeah. So you get more swings. It's not oh, yeah, a better chance to hit. It's the Blood Stoker that... Uh, Let's you reroll once to wound, I think. And it gives you plus three inches to your run and charge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a ton, a ton <laughs> of uh, new uh, magic ability, magic um, command. There's 12 new command traits. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, one for mortals, one for bloodbound, one for demon. One yep. list for each, so six, six, and six. Yep. And then there's a, a ton of new artifacts power again. One for bloodbound, one for demons. Just uh, one general. One is the banners. There's all kinds of uh, really good uh, banners you can take for anybody that uh, has the totem keyword. Um, you can reroll failed hit rolls. Not bad. Uh, on a four or more uh, enemy units, D3 mortal, mortal wounds within an eight-inch radius. Not bad. Nope. Um, Reroll failed charge rolls for corn units within eight inches. Even better. Yep. Not because that's where you want to be. Nope. Not that. And then these you don't have to plant them. It's just they just on. They just yep. on. Um, could you give this to a blood secretor and he would get both benefits? Yep. Well, he's oh. the only one yep. that counts. He's actually only he's model the only that has a totem. For, uh, for there, bloodbound. There right? might be other like. Well, it's totem hero, because you do have the bearing um, a totem. Yeah. So he but for the uh, bloodbound he's the only one right now that has a totem right. No, there's the uh, altar or whatever the. Whatever the little walkie thing is, I had to fight. Yeah, it slaves to darkness. Weekend. Oh, right. The, the chaos war shrine. Right. Yeah, but that says it's a corn bloodbound hero. Oh, it is bloodbound hero. Yeah. yeah. So you would only be able to give it to the blood secretor at this time. Yeah. Because he wasn't already good enough. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. So there's all kinds of fun stuff like um, um, you ignore rend unless it's negative two or better. Um, there's one. All kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, we won't go go over. Well, each the one. commands I noticed though, like for your your bloodbound, I was like, oh, what does he do that helps everybody else out? Almost all of them help him. Yeah, make, does they make him better? But they, they also make him pretty nasty in combat. Like like I said, you could get three blood tithe every time you kill somebody. Which is very corn because really the guy in charge is the biggest yeah badass in charge. He should basically chaos is more about power for the individual than cooperation. Well, corn particularly. Yes. So there's some amazing stuff in here, and again, we won't exhaustively go over each one, uh, but tons of options. It's like the Stormcast Eternal Book, right. where there's just tons and tons Very and similar. tons of stuff. I didn't yeah. see anything for beasts. Was there anything for beasts? Uh, what do you mean, anything for beasts? Uh, for well, the Stormcast, stuff? you know, you could give your uh, Drak off. No, I didn't see anything in here for the Extra mounts. stuff for change your breath weapon, get an <clears throat> attack change to it. No. I didn't know, because so I did not see anything. So nothing for your Juggernauts, nothing... There aren't a lot of beasts anyway to upgrade, per se. It's just really just juggernauts. Yeah. Um, and I'm, if we missed anything, please let us know in the comments. But I did not see anything really to Two that battles effect. in there like every other one of them. Yep. Some battle plans, all kinds of fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Tons. There's like 22 battalions. Again, we're not going to go over all of them. We'll just cover the ones no. that we like the most. Yeah. Um, the one that jumped out at me first was the Council of Blood. Council of Blood. <laughs> this one is incredibly good. It's three to eight bloodthirsters, including... Um, Scarbrand. I'd love to see that on the table. It was just so much fun. I think that the, I, I think this is one of the better battalions. Yeah. Okay, okay, so you get three to eight Bloodthirsters, first of all. So the benefit is they all can use their command ability. Already incredible. Yeah. Like, if that was the only thing you got, that'd be amazing. Because you get to use three or more command abilities per turn. Mm -hmm. But on top of that, in every... Um, in, uh, in every... Is it hero phase? Let me see. Da -da -da. In each of your hero phase, you, you pick a Bloodthirster and he gets to attack again. Oh, yeah, because they don't want to be outdone. So and if one drops something, the other one gets to do it. So that one. you pick one, he swings. If he kills a hero or monster, you get another guy get to go ad nauseum. Right. So mm -hmm. at the very least, each of one of your, blood your Bloodthirsters is going to get one round of combat extra in the hero phase. That by itself is amazing. Like if you have D Thurster and he does, he goes hot and blows a bunch of people up, and then in the combat phase he does it again. Yep. And they each get to use their command abilities, and the Bloodthirsters have really good command abilities. Yeah. 
haven't used them, but they're they're all really good. Yeah, I used two of them last weekend. They were yeah fantastic. So I think, and not not only that, but I think it would be absolutely amazingly cool army to have one of each of the Bloodthirsters and Scarbrand. Yeah. That would look so cool, it would, and it yeah. would be very well, that's intimidating. Well, in the picture, too. I'm looking there going, you have to do Scarbrand. Yeah. Oh. I mean, even if you wanted to play, like, min-max it out, and you took three of the cheapest Bloodthirster, they're really good for under 300 points. Mm -hmm. You're talking about, like, an 800-point investment. Mm -hmm. Not even that. It'd be 600, 780 points for three super hard-hitting guys that all get to use their command ability, and that can, one of them gets to oh, swing Oh, that'd twice. be a lot more. If you took Scarbrand, he's 400. Well, no, I was saying if you just min-maxed it. Oh. Well, for just half your army. And that's on the table your opponent has to deal with, and you just have some other guys running around grabbing yeah. the objectives, doing this and that. And yeah, just take a bunch of blood. Well, there's a battalion that's just them. a bunch of blood letters. It, yes. Well, again, yeah. you could put this in the battalion of battalions, mm -hmm. where they get two d six extra inches of movement every hero phase. Yeah. That's insane. I mean, they already move ten inches. You're going. Yeah. To, if you go first, which you have one drop, you're usually going to go first. Mm -hmm. You're going to get an average of seventeen inches up the table on the first turn. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all three bloodthirsters could charge on the first turn. Well, they're melee. They have to. They have to get there. And I'm. I like that about Age of Sigmar. I like that, that things happen on the first turn. I think it's much more. Once you get used to it, it's much more enjoyable. Yeah. You just you plan for it. You know, like as a shooting army, I've. Com I am completely comfortable with that. Like you just stagger things correctly, deploy correctly. Um, just have fun with it. The other one that jumped out at me, and then I'm going to hand it off to you guys to talk about some of the demon battalions. Mm -hmm. The Gore Thunder cohort, I think, is another just like almost auto take for me. Mm -hmm. It's one Blood Throne, which is the, <clears throat> the Corn Chariot, three to eight Skull Cannons. And their benefit is that in the hero phase, D3 extra, um, D3 of the uh, Skull Cannons get to shoot in the hero phase. So, again, bare minimum, you're getting one extra shot per hero phase per, for your battalion. You're going to average two. That is so powerful. Like, you take three, you're getting an average of five shots per turn for the price of three. <laughs> if, yeah. if I had this with my artillery, it would really? be straight broken. Yeah. Yeah, and Skull Cannons do work. They do work straight. I had a couple in my corn list last weekend, and those were the, the all-stars of the game. And imagine if you took one extra, and then they all got extra shots. Yeah. And again, I rolled decently, but when they hit and you were rolling high, man. It's there's so many good and like that we didn't even like touch on all of them. No, there's again, a lot. The Reapers of Vengeance Battalion is the one that gives you the extra movement. Its core battalion is the Blood Hunt, mm -hmm. and the Blood Hunt is quite good and it's not um, overly pricey. It's uh, Wrath of Corn Bloodthirster and then three units of Blood Crushers. Mm -hmm. All those units are good. Blood Crushers are a little underwhelming, yeah. but in this battalion, they do mortal wounds on a two plus when they charge. Well, but they they have a lot of wounds. They're they're good for something. Are they yeah. five wounds a piece? They're like heroes? Yeah. yeah. And they, they do uh, D3 mortal wounds on a two plus in this battalion. That's their special benefit. It's nice. actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, you tie them up with something else. And I, really the only way I see to use cavalry, most of the cavalry in this game, is when they're tie, tied up fighting somebody else, you move them in on a side and just smash that extra hit. And the, the Wrath of Corn Bloodthirster is the very expensive one, but he's very good. He has two shooting attacks, which are very brutal. One of them does mortal wounds. Um... He's super, super good. Well worth his point. So, I mean, that yeah. as your core... But you get the extra move from the battalion. But it applies to everything in the battalion, which is the rest of your army. Yeah. Which, 2d6 yeah, extra all of them say at the bottom, and any other units yeah. of... But, I mean, units of corn. like, destruction is insanely good with a d6 extra movement. Yeah. This one, it's 2d6. Now, you have to move towards designated enemy units. So, you pick... It's d3 plus one enemy units. You have to move towards those. But... You pick someone's artillery battery or something. You know what I mean? Like, you pick something that's kind of fixed 
or something like a screening unit that you're going to go into anyway. anyway. And then by the, if you kill them and then you lose the bonus movement, you're close enough that it doesn't matter. So I think it's incredible. And it's a one-drop army. I mean, yeah. to me, that, that, that sounds like something that would be extremely good and fun to play. When it comes down to the dice roll of whether or not you want that first or second turn there. <clears throat> what about you guys? Did you see any other battalions for the demons that really jumped out at you? You know, I have to be honest. I looked at the mortals because all I have is that on the, the shelf. Fair enough. Because I kept all the stuff from all the extra boxes I got because you got Stormcast and you got the, the Bloodbound. So I had them sitting around and people kept talking about an army with Bloodbound. So I just started putting them together when I wasn't sure what to pick to move forward with. So I got to stack them on the shelf. So that that's where I spent most of my time poking through. Nice. What about you, Jason? You know, I like the one with the skull cannons as well. The Gore um, Thunder. That was my favorite one on there. And the Bloodthirster one. So I was kind of looking at the same ones as you. I also, like Scott, mo mostly focused on the, the mortal ones. Well, to that's be what you used. Most of your list was mortal, right? Actually, no, it wasn't. But, it wasn't? Okay. But um, I did look at the demon ones, but I liked the I liked the skull cannon one the best. Well, are there any of them that make the uh, blood letters any better? Yeah, there, I mean, there's... I mean, not aren't any great, but I mean... Oh, yeah. The Blood Host of Corn. It's a one Bloodthirster. Seven or more units uh, chosen mm -hmm. from either uh, Blood Letters or Bloodthirster. A Blood um, Letter Hero or Blood. All, all Blood, yeah. All the Blood uh, Letter stuff plus Flesh Hounds. Yeah. And then they get uh, bonus. Let me see. All models in the unit you pick and immediately pile in an attack. Uh, increase the number of uh, units that can attack from D2 to D to D6. So they get to attack again in the hero phase. They have a ton of stuff like that. Yes. Where once you get stuck in, they're just murdering everything. Yep. Yeah, that the Blood House of Corn is is that's one of the ones too. That like, every hero phase you also get to attack again. So you're just like once you're in combat. Just... Yeah, and another one that was really good, the Blood Thunder Stampede. You keep doing mortal wounds as you're stuck in combat with your Blood Crushers. That one's really <laughs> good. It's like sustained damage because they're like stomping on the guys. Is what the the way. So the if I put those in the one that already gets the bonus move and the, I can have one that's doing extra mortals and one that does repeated attacks. So I charge him with one to finish him off with the extra mortals, and those guys are the ones I'm going to stick into a fight keep pounding away. Yeah. Well, I mean, to get that, that bonus... That sounds really nice, actually. You have to take yeah. eight units of Blood Crushers to get that bonus? Uh, that would be a pretty cool army, though. Eight units of Blood Crushers just... Like, it would look cool. One. The Riders of Rohan. It would look really cool. But every turn in your hero phase on a 2+, you do D3 mortal wounds to every unit within three inches. Oh, wow. That's actually extremely good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, not... Bad. No. If you're a corn demon player, there's a lot to choose from. Um, I like it a lot. It, it made me tempted to uh, expand on my. Well, and all corn of those demons. models are used in 40k too, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. Demons. You could literally port. Which you means if you're watching this and you're playing 40k and you have your demons, you can come join an event and play with us very easily. You, you totally could. The only the only point of contention is that blood letters are on 25 mils in 40k, and they really should be on 32 mils in AOS. Yeah. Well, if you just play them that way. Just just play it as if you don't have, you can't attack in two With ranks. two ranks, yeah. Well, technically there's no base rules. Yeah, right no now. Base rules, but if you're doing base to base and they're sold with 32. It's more of, is that more of a gentleman? But some of them come on, some of them you buy them and they come in 25s. Yeah, the old box has yeah. 25s, the new ones have, have 32s. But mine are on really cool, like, scenic bases and I'm not switching them. I would just play them as if they couldn't attack in two yeah. ranks. Well, which is all you just... I put do. mine on 50 mils. <laughs> on 15? Is this a... 50. Oh, 50. Five zero. As I was going to say, put them on 15 mils. Not, you don't get a lot of attacks, but uh, they move pretty quick. All right. Yeah. It actually now, makes no difference. If we went over I the guess mortals, in lateral distance, yeah. it would. The one I really wanted to put out was the uh, Bloodbound Warband. 
because that already fit something I was building. The Bloodbound Warband? Which one is that one? You were just on it right there. War Horde. War Horde. How did, can oh, you no, not fit? the Horde, no, the band. They just have the one bit of them. Oh, GW? There you go. Too similar. Yeah. So it's an Aspiring Champion. No, Aspiring you, Deathbringer. Aspiring Deathbringer. The yeah, the Blood Secretor, and then you're fielding three units of Blood Warriors and up to two of your uh, Blood Reavers and uh, Skull Reapers. It's similar to another one they had that I had built earlier and put out as what I might field. So that was a nice instant pickup. And it's the one that where three units are in combat, you get the Blood Rain, which gives anything with the word corn, immune to battle shock mm. across the board. Your nice. whole army. And you already want to be in melee, so nice. you, what's, where's the loser there? You're vulnerable in that first turn, especially if you don't go first. Yeah. But once you get stuck in, you're not going anywhere. And then if you, if you uh, charge in, you get Frenzy Charge for extra swings. If you have a full group and... You, you, you field everything, you get field wound rules of, on top of, of that. Of so you have to field two units of Reavers to manage that. You're fielding basically one more unit than you have to to get that extra benefit, which why not? Yeah. Plus and one attack is extremely good. Plus with a Blood Secretor, you're getting another plus one attack. Damn. My only, my only downside on that one is in the two battalions in the back where you have to pick one, that's not one of the ones you, you can unlock it with. Yeah, but you could stick that into it. I could, but that means buying more models, and I, I don't want to buy more Fair models. Fair enough. I bought plenty of models. Fair enough. Um, you like the Dark Feast. We'll let you talk about that. I yep. like the um, the Gore Pilgrims. Gore Pilgrims. Mm -hmm. So it's a Blood Secretor, two to three Slaughter Priests, one to two units of Blood and you're Warriors. you're going to field three. Oh, yeah, you're going to take three Priests, guaranteed. One to two units of Blood Warriors, one to two units of Blood Reavers. The benefit is that you have to reroll failed prayers, so you want to take the three priests because you're maxing it out, and mm -hmm. as you've seen, they're all very good prayers. They're really good. But the other really amazingly awesome benefit... Yeah, is the, is the banner planting. Take it away. You get the, uh, six more inches for each one of those priests within range. Eight inches. Yeah. So you would get a 36-inch bubble off a single blood secretor, which is insanely good. It covers yeah. basically the whole board. And if you put them into one of these battalions, it gives you bonus movement. So you move them in your hero phase, and then you plant it, and you, you're covering basically the whole table. Well, and I have the models for that, so that's when I was thinking of adding to the other one to get two battalions going. I get two secretors on the table, and they still stack. That's the one I hope they, they change the wording on to say, as long as you're in the range of A, but nope, they didn't do that. They still have, they're still stackable. Yeah, and it's extremely so good. You put two of those on the table. One of them's range is going to be huge. The other guy you can put wherever to cover, maybe where he doesn't, or double up on some units. Yeah, because the rumor is is that the same ability may not stack in uh, General Sandbook 2. We'll see. We'll see. I sincerely hope that's the case because Frankie <laughs> in his list is dwarves. He takes four rune masters, or mm -hmm. rune, the rune smiths. Right. Oh. And each one on a two plus gives you plus gives you an additional minus one rend. So his corollers were minus four rend with 60 shots. And get this, it works in combat too. Hmm. So Stormhorn <laughs> was coming in and he was like, I stacked four rend. He's like punching a stone horn with his coilers and he's not getting a save. Uh, I'm like, this is clearly not the intent. Like, no, give me a there's break. There's no way. Yeah, and I, I, I haven't read that, so I don't know if that's... Minus I, four ring crossbows? Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. But so he's shooting like, he's shooting like well, Archeon. He's like, ah. It's <laughs> not that a Bloodbound army needs things for more attacks. You already get things that give you another one. Right. And if, so if you eliminated that, you still can get your Reavers in with four attacks just with the right combination of things on the table. You don't need these guys to get you up to five or six. Yeah. I, which I have faced on the table before where some guys feel like yeah. three of them has the other buffs, 
has a battalion that gives them an extra swing and they all charge in and okay they're all rolling six dice with those axes and with re-rolls and plus one and for me i just laugh because i'm like well if i made it into combat i lost already those guys are dead so i don't care how many attacks you have <laughs> it doesn't make any difference what are, you like the dark feast uh jason why don't you talk about that one um, I do, and the reason that I like it is because, um, one, it, it adds the uh, extra attack characteristic to it, um, but um, any unit within 12 inches of the Bloodstoker, so the, it, the battalion consists of a Slaughter Priest, a Bloodstoker, and three to six units of Blood Reavers, um, you, any units within 12 inches of that um, Bloodstoker uh, are immune to battle shock. Which is amazing and, for and and not in combat. You don't have to be in combat. You just have to be within yeah. twelve inches of them. So um, battle shock is is really bad for yeah, blood reavers. But if we put the last Very one together, bad. the pilgrims and the one I was thought about, it's like you have him drop the banner the first turn. All yeah. the guys around him get your thirty six inch bubble. They go oh, yeah. across the table and then they're tied up. Oh, there's definitely there's definitely lots of ways. All of them are great. I mean, that doing it. Um, but dark feast is a good way, a good cheap way of doing it. You take three units of blood reavers. You take a slaughter priest and a blood stoker. And you, you're going to be taking a Bloodstoker anyway. Yeah. Well, the thing I like about this is that for certain types of builds, yeah. this is your three battle line yep. yeah. taken care of, but they get plus one attack and they're immune to battle shock just right out the gates. Yeah, so they're, they're actually going to be plus, plus they're going to have three base attacks because one, they'll be within 12 inches of a, um, a totem, which Blood Reavers get plus one to their attack. Um, plus they're going to get the plus one for the Feeding Frenzy. And they're going to be immune to battle shock. Yeah. So your basic just mooks are hitting yeah. really hard. Yeah, and if you're going to use and that And if you plant the bandard, the standard, then they get another attack. So yeah, then the Blood Reavers are at four base attacks. Yep. It, it's just crazy. Like, you can just keep stacking attacks. Yeah. That's, that's what's fun about the Bloodbound. I was going to say, that's a good one to if you're going to do a mixed list, because that gives you a three battle line you have to worry about, and you can throw in all the good right. stuff and you want to mix in. That's a good, yeah. cheap little one. If, and it, yeah, if you wanted, like, um, some really heavy-hitting stuff, just throw this in there to cover your, your battle line. It's one priest, yeah. one thing, and what? 70 points for 10, 10, and 10. So 70, 70, 70. 210. And you're done with your... With your battle line. line, yeah. And then, I, I agree, I think that one's a lot of fun. Um, and then again, with all the cool stuff the priests can do now, you, you could use... Oh, sorry, the standard's not there. And it costs uh, the, the, the I was thinking the blood secretor. Yeah, you're going to have a blood secretor around them anyways. Uh, why would you not? Yeah, yeah that's the only thing I've seen from the other two yeah. put together, so there's no secretor in there. So you'd have to... Or stroker. Right. Do there's you, two secretors. Yeah, gotta have a stroker, Scott. <laughs> I know, gotta have a stroker. I got a tattoo, it says it on my back. My lower back. Good, good. With a corn symbol. Yeah. You know, I have in a real a job. People may watch this. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's what, we'll fix it in post. Don't worry about it. We got the brass stampede. which oh, is yeah, a, I'll take it out. <laughs> uh, which is, it's the exact same thing as the blood crusher one, where if you take the max unit, they stomp on people. Oh. So you could do the same thing. Instead of with blood crushers, you could do it with... Um, uh, that one's tempting, because I'm school crushers. one box of three away from being able to field that. That's awesome. Oh. Honorable mention, even though you'll never see it in match play, the Gore Chosen. Gore Chosen. It's literally the guys from the game, Gore Chosen. Every character. Eight yeah. heroes. But you can't field it in match play, so don't worry about it. Um, some of the other fun well, ones. What if I'm going to a narrative event? Because this weekend I'm going to a narrative yeah. event. Oh, next weekend I'm going to a narrative event. In, in which case, it. go ahead and take all characters for a, a fun game, Scott. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. Have fun with what that. What if that's my whole army? <laughs> the heroes have come to kill you. It would be your Come forward army. and get yeah. me. <laughs> uh, there's a, this is a fun one, the Skull Take. It's Skull Reapers and Corgrass. And a Bloodstoker. Um, and then the core grass go up to eight attacks uh, if they're within six inches of the Skull Reapers. That's crazy. Yeah, my only problem with that one is I have to buy two more boxes of Reapers. Mm. Yeah, but those the Skull Reapers are actually really dang good. Yeah. yeah. So there, there's a ton more. Again, we're not going to go through all of them. Um, of mm. the Battalion of Battalions, the only one I thought was really playable. Again, share your ideas in the 
the chat or the comments let us know. The Gortide, to me, jumped out as the one that was actually, I would actually consider playing it. And again, this is what would enable you to have a one-drop army. Yeah, you put um, all on that one. So you have to take the Slaughterborn Battalion, which is, it's okay, and a Mighty Lord of Corn because it's, it's the guy in the starter box. They're creating a story around him. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And you need three Blood Warriors when you do that. So you, so you have a one Exalted Deathbringer who's actually really damn good. Uh, two to four units of Skull Reapers. And then in this one, you'd have to have three units of Blood Warriors. Okay. You take three units of five. Uh, in court, in, in, in th these armies, you want to go MSU anyway to generate more blood tithe. You want as many units on the table as you can put down, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, but the the Blood Warriors are really good for tying things up. So maybe one unit of ten, if you take all of them, all the different battalions you're going to toss in there. Maybe one of them to go stand somewhere or tie up a unit. Because the two wounds each and a four up, and now you can give them a three up, maybe with a prayer. Mm -hmm. You can say, oh, that, that, that stone horn's really stompy. Why don't you guys go over there? Mm -hmm. Stand maybe in his can, way. Stand in his way just long enough for it to make a difference. Stonehorn is probably the long one to pick because it does a lot of damage. <laughs> I, and that's a good point. And like if you stack buffs on a bigger unit, you're getting more mileage out of it. Um, but in this battalion of battalions, the benefit, the Mighty Lord of Corn can pile in eight inches to attack, and he can reroll all failed hit rolls, um, including any attacks from his um, Flesh Hound. Uh, pretty good. Yep. That's pretty good. With his reality splitting axe, you could have some fun. Uh, and then the other benefit, um, the uh, yeah, in each Frank of, made that roll during the, the tournament. That was did he really? Uh, yeah, I'm walking by and he screams, Yes! And, uh, and then the other benefit of this battalion is extremely good. Uh, in each of your hero phases, everybody in it can move d6 uh, extra inches. That's really good. So that's basically the, the destruction ability, yeah. So that would that's why to me, this is the one I would take. Um, because the three blood warriors that you're required to take fill your battle line. The, the Mighty Lord of Corn being able to pile in eight inches and getting rerolls is really good. Slaughterborn, that's here. The Skull Exalted. Reapers, that's what's that's I need to buy. Two, Skull Reapers, you only need two why. units of them. Well, um, I have one for the one I really want to field, and it has to have one. Yeah. I have to buy two more just to. But it sounds sounds almost worth it. Maybe when I get to building and painting that after the rest of the mountain, I'm climbing through. Uh, all the other armies. Yeah. On. All yeah. the other armies. And then working uh, working here, being here to do the show is like, oh, that's cool, and I'll just like put it in order. Yeah. And one of them I even sent back. It seemed cheaper in my head. <laughs> so the, the other cool one I like, the Exalted Deathbringer, there's, do, there's two different kinds. The one with the Runemark Shield, he ignores uh, damage from spells on a 2+. That's really, oh, really, really yeah. good. Well, I guess that, that one's going out for my Exalted Deathbringer. Yeah, because <laughs> with how popular Zinch is right now and all the Mortal Wound spells flying around, he's like, yep, 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 get, out of my, get out of my house. Yeah. You could run him right at them, and then the, the Zinch guys are like, no, <laughs> stay away. <laughs> Um, great. I, so, like, all those units as the base of your battalion, to me, is a good buy. You get three units of Blood Warriors, who with all these buffs can get really good. You have an Exalted Deathbringer, who I would say is really good. Um, the Mighty Lord of Corn, which, with the buffs he gets, is better. Because yeah. he's, he's slow, but piling in eight inches and attacking with rerolls to hit. It's pretty good. And then the, uh, the Skull Reapers, I think, are really uh, are quite a powerful unit. Yeah, I, li I, li I chose that one out of the two, because it was the Wrath... Rathmongers, the yeah. chains, or them. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm liking the the three wounds, the the nice save, and the yeah. six to take a take a skull and just kill you. Yeah, and then you can fill the rest of it with whatever you want. It's all one battalion. They all get the d6 extra inch movement. They all get to drop as one drop, and you know a partridge in a pear tree. To me, that sounds like a really really good way to play corn blowdown. I'm yep. sold. I'll, I guess I'll have to buy the extra ones now. But you need to ask <laughs> me. Mm -hmm. Have you finished all of just pick an army? 
It doesn't matter which one. I have them in boxes. Have you finished this? And no. Not let me buy until I say yes. No. That's not I'm, fun. I'm, I'm, I'm having him do it. You're, you're, oh, yeah. You're, you're already boasted about being this great salesman. Just getting <laughs> people to buy stuff. I'm the responsible one. He's the responsible one. And I go, like, dude, I really want this. He'll email me back. Have you finished those uh, yeah. iron jaws yet? Just no. Uh, then no, Scott. I don't even know what you're working on. You're working on so many things. <laughs> well, apparently I have a superpower, Scott. Scott, uh, buy. Buy or die. Buy or die. Uh, Didn't work. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> like ride or die. Uh, I guess I don't have a superpower. So but that sounds really good now that you sold yeah. me on that one. It, the only thing that stopped me was that, like, I need to buy two. Yeah. But you do want fives because you want things to die. You do. Oh, you killed them. Great. Yeah. Here's another one. You know. And the cool thing is, is that since it's all one drop, you could take like a million little units, drop them all at the same time, guarantee yourself first or second turn, whatever you want. Pretty much guarantee, although a lot of Zinch armies are one drop too. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. you have a 50-50 shot. But It'll come to that roll off. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But it, like you, then you pack in as many individual units as you can. You take the, um, the Gore Pilgrims, Mm -hmm. God, <laughs> that'd be such a good army, and it'd be really fun to play too. I don't know if I could field that for two thousand points, all three groups. I yeah, pretty, pretty you know nice. what? It'd be fun to try. I can't wait to see it. this army on the table. Yeah. It makes me tempted to put my corn demons on the table. Um, I, I think it's I think it's great. What about you guys? What are your What are your thoughts on it? I I think uh, everybody who's already playing them, you you've got new tools to make them better than they were, and they're already pretty good. My Iron Jaws are losing to them 50-50, and now it's probably going to be, you know, 80-20. I think that's a good point because this, show, this showcases the armies that do the same thing, that don't have the extra buffs, are just not going to compete until they get updated. Until they get updated. Iron Jaws are really struggling right now, in my opinion. Um, at, at least they stand on the table the whole time. When I was using the greens against this one wound per model, they were just, I was just picking them up and putting them away. Yeah. With three wounds per model, at least I'm playing the whole game. That's a very good point. Uh, I'm enjoying that, at least. That's a very good point. Um, and then don't forget, the winner of the ITC for the inaugural season for the Age of Sigmar was Corn Bloodbound Mortal Army. Garrett, uh, no, yeah. I played him at Adepticon, and he that army is nasty, man. It is really good. And it's all the layered buffs. He uses Sail the Faithless, too, which, oh, my God, he's good. <laughs> Jason, what, yeah. are, what are your thoughts on the Corn Bloodbound before we move on? It's great. But, but you were going to move on from them. That was, uh, we did, why do we have a podcast? You could have just said that. Play the flute. <laughs> Play the flute. <laughs> Scott, I hope you don't tell your, your uh, students to watch this show. No. There's already I, I a weird lower that. back tattoo joke. Uh, so we were at a tournament this weekend. I don't weekend. want to be asked about that. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the tournament. I already explained my experience pretty in depth on uh, signals from the front line. If you guys want to hear how the free peoples did, so I'm not going to rehash it. Which is it. enjoyable, so go back and listen to it. Yeah, I had a great time. I'll just say I had a great time. Three great opponents. Uh, enjoyed myself quite a bit. The free peoples I thought did great. I was went one and two, but the games I lost were by like the skin of my teeth. So I, I did not feel outclassed. But why don't we talk about, Scott, your perspective as a TO? Oh, it was, actually, I, I enjoy TOing. If you haven't tried it, and no, everybody in the area keep, going, keep saying somebody should do something, just step up and run it. Use the Best Coast Pairing app. It does all the work for you. Uh, the first round, don't think you can actually play in it. I know that for a while they're saying, you know, it's so easy you could even play. After the first turn of the round of the tournament, yes. Because that first round, I was fielding questions, getting people settled, moving. I, I'd have basically given my first opponent a really bad game. But rounds two and three, I could have played. Um, everybody had a great time. Uh, went out to dinner afterwards with some of the guys. And... Uh, Kind of made a mistake. I, they're all north, so I said, "Oh, we'll go up the 15. We can go to 
this place up here. And when I was thinking about it, it's like all of them have to drive up the five, so I should have gone the other way. And it, you know, sorry, dragged you uh, 15 minutes in the wrong direction. But uh, <laughs> that was great. Um, everybody seemed to have a good time. I got a lot of great suggestions on my scenarios. Um, all I did was kind of the same way ITC kind of bolts on to the existing scenarios. That's the same thing I did. So you have the existing scenario, then there was some bolt on of extra points to earn. So you had other objectives to try to get people out of a certain army build, get them to move out and take <coughs> things or do things during the battle that would get them points. Um, and this one, I did not lump in paint scores, and we didn't have um, sports being a separator or being a um, determiner because uh, in LVO, it was either you got a sports score or you didn't, and you couldn't win if you didn't get one. A favorite game vote here I used it as the tertiary tiebreaker which I didn't need to use the points separated them just fine by the last round and uh, Sam won did really good he yeah. uh, did mixed uh, mixed destruction so the the three big beasties and there's a whole bunch of grots and guys with chains and yeah you had a hundred uh, moon clan grots with two um, two fanatics you know shaman Two Stormhorns and a Thunder Tusk. It's the quote-unquote uh, destruction net list right now. Mm -hmm. uh, not, and I don't say that as a put-down. It's a damn good yeah, list. It's, well, you've got your bulk units to hold things because so many of the missions are number of models. Yep. Or keeping people away with that many grots. You just walk, you can walk around it and keep them out. Or if you, you run up to it, you have more models than they do. They're all in 25s. You can push them all right up next to each other and hold those objectives for those missions. It gives you something to buffer against you just going over and trying to kill one of the beasties, the Thunder Tusks or Stonehorns. Uh, it's, a, it's a good combination list. And it doesn't always top in tournaments that I, I have. I listen to a lot of the podcast guys talking about uh, different tournaments they've gone to or run, but they always score in the top five. There's always one of those lists they mention in the top five. So it's, it's a strong list. It's a popular list, too. Frankie yeah. played against three of them. Oh, all yeah. three of his opponents, and we got to give that Frankie, was the app's fault, not mine. We had, well, no, it's, it's just, <laughs> it is what it is. We have to give Frankie props. He was playing just Dwarden, and he was on the top table. He lost to Sam. Yep. Um, now Dorden with the gimmick of the four, four rend, rend is pretty so, good. Classic Frankie yes. right there, and immediately picking up on some sort of. But loophole. but I'll say yeah. I. I <laughs> I don't hear any of those same podcasts or groups. Nobody's or talking, about, talking it. about no dwarves placing anywhere in the top. Right. and placing anywhere in the top five, ten. Right. Yeah, but when table. you make it, when you have things like sixty shots at Rin four, you're I'm, gonna kill stuff. I'm sure that caught a couple of his and Frankie. A by he surprise. has two units of corollers, yeah. thirty strong. And it's funny because Frankie, they're just all in forty k. He does the same thing. He every single game system he's ever played, he immediately picks up on these things immediately. Yeah, he finds the and he thing. builds a list around it. It's he finds hilarious. the most powerful thing and takes as many of them as he can. Yeah, so but he tweak, but he tweaks that one piece. But he finds these little combinations. Like who else thought of like, oh, if I stack all this, I'll get minus four, and he'll he'll do it. And it's crazy how he thinks his brain works. I don't know. Yeah, and well, it's like Rain Man. I'm surprised his brain works at all. Yeah, my my big. Well, it works for that. He can't read. Oh. <laughs> so he can add negative numbers though. True. Which is pretty. He's impressive. like minus one. It's like Rain minus Man. Minus one. Minus one. He's yeah. on April 4th, uh, 1467. Yeah. It was 44 degrees. Yeah, and minus four rent. Minus four rent. Oh, that's how it helps. Okay. <laughs> no, but te teasing him aside, uh, he damn near he won the tournament really well. with Dwarden, which yeah. is not easy to do. Yeah, when I saw him plop him down, I'm like, I don't know how he's going to do. Of course, I have no idea how it plays because I don't yeah. see anybody no. doing it. 
That army is brutal. He just won the first game. Like, well, I guess he'll do okay. Yeah. And then he took the second game. Like, yeah. He has like three yeah. cannons. He has cannons that are re-rolling hits and re-rolling. Um, he multiple re-rolls due to the engineers, right? Well, you get, they, they're they're re-rolling the hit and they wound on twos. They're rend two or more. Yeah, or more. And you just blast people. Yeah, yeah he, like some big monster comes riding up. He's like rend four. Yeah. <laughs> but the best part, the best part of all, was like a stonehorn survives. Gets into the coilers and he's like, "Okay, I attack," and I'm Ren Four yeah. with their with their like hand axes. Yeah. They're like, "What? Oh man!" <laughs> he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> it's so silly. Uh, the yeah. same buff should not stack. No. It's it's too much, uh, in my opinion. Anyway. Yeah. Well, and like I said, probably not really what was intended when they put that together. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. We'll 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 see what the general handbook two, two brings us. Brings us. I, we don't know. I hope they get rid of the multiple stacking of I the same too. abilities. They I have mean, to. So they have to. Because it wasn't intended to be used like this. Well, it I'm hoping they. Yeah. I'm hoping they roll in something like uh, if you're done first, you just get plus one to the roll off. Uh, see, I really like. I like having it be set. Do. I really. Frankie hates it too. I don't like it because it's so set. Like it's like. I oh, like. I that. know I'm not going to be able to go first or choose. I don't like that. I, like I hope they don't change it because it's you have you understand you know what you're gonna get. I like less random in the game. There's probably too many Sylvaneth armies I've played where it's like, well, I'm gonna take the first turn and they populate the table. Mm -hmm. All right, well now I get to walk through the trees. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see the, again though, my army doesn't really care. I mean, the the Kurnoff hunters with the bows are, are my nemesis, but I like big groups. I like melee. So when I have to walk through your terrain and take your damage, it's like uh, okay. yeah, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. So um, it's all personal. But yeah, I thought you did a great job running the event. Thank you very well, thank much. You. You, yep. you did a really, really good job. Everyone was having fun. One of the things I've really noticed about Age of Sigmar tournaments is that, in general terms, people are, are pretty laid back. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't see any rules arguments because there's not enough rules to argue over. No. Um, I, I only mean, heard one. We only had where one. Someone was being kind of strict on something, but we only had uh, one judge call, and that was one of our employees. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh. I, I think I had to call. I called the judge one time. I think because I didn't understand how something worked. And, that was and those were all easily solved. That was yeah. the best part about yeah. Age of Sigmar. It's a, there was a, a question about the movement of a unit. Well, it says it can move six inches in the pylon, and they weren't in combat. I'm like, well, how, how I don't does... think that works because a yeti who has the same thing says specifically if they're within six inches, they can't. Yes. So their unit didn't say that. It just means in your pile and you get a lot more flexibility. That's the way I read it too. Is that, And let us know in the comments. What do you guys think? Yeah, it seemed reasonable given the two sets of rules next to each other. It's like, well, this one says you actually can do it. This one just says the six inches. You have to actually. Because yeah. there's a lot of units that get a big pile. And like in the one we just talked about, the corn lord can pile in eight inches. To me, that does not mean that if he's seven inches away from you, he can pile in and attack. It means he still has to be in combat. Correct. But then he just gets a really long pile. And so... The benefit being, like, say you're here, you pile in and to the edge, and you make room for everybody else to get in. Right. That, that's yeah. the way I. Well, and it's at a it. big base for him too. Yeah. And he flies, so you could yeah. say, well, that's the closest model. But I'm gonna be on the other side of him. Literally he, jump over. The, the corn, the mighty corn lord does not fly. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. But but. That, oh, mighty corn lord. I, so maybe that's another thing that the GW could clarify. Do you mean if they have a six-inch pile in that you're in combat from six, six inches, inches away? Out. But does yeah. that mean the other unit can't move? Like, what's going on here? That's confusing to me. Yep. Yeah. Well, and the Yetis say just if you're six inches away, you may pile into them. Right. So they specifically give you that ability. That permission. Um, the other ones just seems like you get a bigger move during the pile-in phase. Yeah. The other, well, and the other fun thing about running events, I mean, all the rules questions are great. I mean, don't worry about running an Age of Sigmar tournament. There are very few questions. Yeah. Because I, I've been next to the tables where there's a, a question for 40K or other games, and it gets really heated because both of them, and you can read the rule both ways. Almost everything I came up to, there was a simple answer. 
it was pretty direct and everybody was cool with it and walked away. I don't think anybody questioned any decision because they're just so clean as far as rules go. So that was nice. And uh, well, the other good thing about TOing the event, I got to go around and watch everybody having a good time. Yep. Uh, just to mention, you know, Frank, he is the, the mighty Lord of Corn. He swung that axe and took the Maw Crusher first round of combat. Yeah. Just, Gone. Yep. No Maw Crusher. It's a great is, equalizer. And I was walking by right, he goes, yes! And I turn and look, and he, as the guy's picking up the mock crusher, oh, I know what happened. He's like, not yes. <laughs> um, well, Jason, you won a prestigious award. Yeah, let's not forget this award winner here. <laughs> Finally, the respect it deserved. The well, focus, it's only because I wasn't there. The focus I deserved. If I was playing, um, I'd have made a beach for this. But let's, let's, before we do this, i got to say, you only beat Pablo for this award. By like two points. Nice. Oh, oh really? Yeah. I didn't even look at who was Frontline, uh, It wasn't Frontline Gaming's best day. No. <laughs> yeah, you guys did great. No, we did. Well, we had, you and Frankie did great. Yeah. I went one and two. Every one of your I games. Yeah, Brandon your, did okay. Brandon went Brandon one and two good, also. Yeah. Yeah. No, we didn't. We all had losing records except Frankie. So I want to say I brought a corn list that was not optimized whatsoever. It was based off the models we had on hand. You were hyped. You were like, I've made a good army this I time. thought I did. Um... <laughs> To be fair, I thought I did. Um, and Scar so I didn't, awesome. my stuff wasn't ready. Even though there wasn't a paint score, my, my death army wasn't quite ready. It's just about ready for Broadside Bash, but not, uh, it wasn't ready for this one. So I brought corn, Bloodbound, and, and corn demons. It was just a, a, a corn list, it was a chaos list. Um, and my first game was against uh, the winner of the tournament, who, to be fair, beat all of us. He beat me, you, and Frankie. Whoa. So he's. FLG yeah, killer. He said that. Was, he needs, we need to give him a frontline treatment. We like, need, yeah. What does that mean? All of my opponents were from frontline. We need I'm to like, give really? him a patch really? that says like frontline okay. killer. Yeah. Okay. He won the initiative all four times and yeah. beat me on the mission. I was about <laughs> to damn near table him, but he did beat me. Yeah. He so he beat uh, he beat all three of us. But anyways, I was the first one to go down. So he, he took out the easy guy first. But in my defense, the the mission was like absolutely as perfect as could possibly oh, be three, for him. Three places, three of, places power. of power yeah. for his his stone horn so list. Blaming, you're blaming my. And again, my this is this, I'm no, blaming. That's, that's the that's the general. I'm blaming uh, yeah. Besco's pairings. <laughs> Just giving. And I'm up. blaming Scott. Passing the buck. And yeah. I'm blaming Addy's games. That's well, fine. The, the and I'm, most of all, I'm blaming Games Workshop. Well, the, the three places and Mariana, of power. I'm blaming, but it's gonna keep going. There's a lot. Another hand. Hold on, I got five more people to win. <laughs> so, but three places of power against the yeah. Stonehorn army is so ridiculous. Yeah, so I, that was like it's, I lost. They just run onto it, and you're like, but you know, I, I went in pretty confident though. I was like, okay, he's gonna rack up some points. But I had Scarbrand, and I had the D Thurster, <laughs> and I was like, here we go, baby. And I like I ran Scarbrand up, and I ran the D Thurster up, and I took on both of the Stonehorns, and those are the the tough ones, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And yep. I was like, oh, boom! I hit him as hard as possible. Did a ton of wounds. He's like. All right, half damage. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. And oh, then he just, shit. like, smacked them both down in one round of combat. And I was like, oh! And he just wiped everything else out. You have to double team. Yeah. I knew that after. So next time, I would, I would actually like, Falcon yeah. punch, dink out. Yeah, no, I went in. It was like an anime. Just, like, oh, super yeah. build-up punch. And I was like, yeah! And then he just smiled. It's it was, like when uh, King yeah. Cold... When yeah. Trunks gives him his sword and he goes to hit him with it and he blocks it with his finger. Yeah, it was really... <laughs> and then just knocks him in It was really embarrassing. The guy was nice about it. And I was just... Because he knew how hyped I was. I was like, get ready for this, Scarbrand! Well, and, and, was, I mean, you have a reason to believe Scarbrand's uh, what they're doing yeah. because he's supposed to be a, a big killer. This is just a yeah. big silly mammoth. 
If yeah, you would have you know, double teamed him, you would have killed one stone hole. I could have, yeah. And then, you come, and then he comes into you, and that, you right. win. But he was still racking up points for being on the objective. Like because he, yeah. he had turn, and he also had turn one. So he was on the objectives immediately. It was bad. It was a bad game. Three places of power against that army yeah. is so hard to win. But, I, I mean, I had a fun game, but he still beat me by turn three. It was over. My second game was against a Zinch list, and he actually wiped out half my army in his first hero phase. Yeah. So no. half my army was gone. In his first hero phase, the, 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 uh, he won. He won the initiative to go again first, and he was, was like, "Do you want to keep going?" It was the Balewind Vortex. He was the guy who beat Reese, so yeah. again, yeah. another frontline game. He killer. did. No, that army is. It's um, the Balewind Vortex. You take that out of that army, and it's completely reasonable. Yeah, it was bad. The Balewind Vortex is banned for most tournaments for a very good reason. A few of them. Well, um, there's only a few Age of Sigmar GTs out there. That's and, true. And that's all true. of them, but ours, bans it. <laughs> So. Yeah, as I went through and looked, uh, South Coast and England, yeah, yeah they've Again, been and Adepticon, they, they ban it. it We're the only one that does it, and that's because we didn't know what it did when we first started. Yeah, no, he, the first, the first turn, he was like, so he gave me first turn, I was like, all right, I'm corn, so I had to go towards him. Um, and so he goes on his hero phase, he wipes out half my army. So I, has a, I have a big, giant Blood Reavers unit, so he summons the, the Balewind. He's like, all right, boom, 17 dead. I was like, uh... He's like battle shock. I, lo- I lost like another thirteen. I was like, all right. <laughs> so and then like and then he killed Scarbrand and my Bloodthirster because uh, he pu- he pumped out like thirty mortal wounds. Yeah. Like immediately, and yep. I, I was just like, okay, this is done. And yeah. then he stole- he got the initiative to go again first for the next turn for turn two, and he was like, do you want to keep playing? And I was like, no, there's <laughs> just team What am I gonna do? You like gave up. Yeah. But, you gave up. I'd rather have just I went and, and sat and cried. <laughs> I said, so. But you could have beat him. No, I couldn't. He, no, he, he, he Did you wiped, try buying him beer so he wasn't paying attention to the game? No, this guy was astutious. He was serious. <laughs> He's a steely eyed killer. Did you try models so he was distracted by them? No, I could have just like knocked, like with risk, I just usually knock the board over. <laughs> That's a solid strategy. I probably That's a very corn I should have. Corn cares not. Just smash the table in half. <laughs> Judo chop. I could have kicked that table in half. <laughs> Roundhoused it. Yeah, you and, don't know. In your last battle, he doesn't. That guy had no idea. He came this close to death. No, <laughs> yeah, that whole table could have been smashed in half. So, uh, so that was my turn. That game two. And then game three was actually my is the best game I had, where it actually went the full length. And I played against um, I forget his name. It was the Stormcast Eternals, um, and he was playing. Uh, he picked up, of course, on the the cheesiest thing. It was where the um, the paladins can can deep strike with the prosecutors. That's not the, cheesy. That's what that battalion that's what they do. specifically well, yeah. does. That's why you pay, I think it's 120 points to put that it's one on really the table okay. on top of the models. But it was like, also, really so here's, here's, here's also in my, in my favor, it was escalation deployment, which was amazing. So he came, he dropped down and blocked my entire army in for two turns <gasps> while his entire army was on the objective scoring. <laughs> they need to change deep tracking that game to come like, I mean, he, I mean, he had something in the way. Well, no, he yeah, well, he, he deep struck, he deep struck right in front of me and then assaulted everything in my, uh, deployment zone. So he knew he was going to get all of his paladins wiped out, but he didn't care. Cause he like, he knew he was going to time me up for two turns while he was racking at points. Right. And I was like, gotcha. Oh, deep, deep striking <laughs> should be within a radius. Like, cause Frankie did that where he like deep struck and he snaked through my army and then charged everything. And I was like, what? Is, yeah. What is going on? So, yeah, um, well, now but I mean, I had a good, uh, had a good game and it actually got kind of close. Well, like if you have a unit of 20 guys, right? Or t- t- 10 and they're deep striking and the way it's written, they don't have to be that you can snake them like in a line. No. Well, no, no, he didn't do that. Not he, anymore. he didn't do that, but he, he dropped, oh. 
Well, let's explain. I'm gonna explain how that that. Oh, the the specific loan. No, no, he dropped. Guys yeah, in. he dropped the prosecutors. Yeah, the prosecutors. But then he can in. drop the paladin units. But it says as a certain... movement, so he has to be three inches away from you. Yes, which and he did. But then he, but then he, but then he can only roll. one will let you get that close. The rest have to stay. Yeah, but only one away. model from the unit needs to be within range of the prosecutors, correct? Yes. For that for that particular battalion, yes. But, but then, they still but can't then, get within three. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, then you have to roll four to make the charge, or three to make the charge. Yes. Well, the way you're moving your finger, like between everything and around. Like, oh no, he did. Like to... he he was staying the distance away from me, but one one paladin was in range of the prosecutors, and then every other one was like a foot, two feet away. Yeah, as long as they're in coherency. Yeah, yeah, but that's silly. Yeah. Well, I. Yeah, and I then he was I able came. to make a twelve. He made a twelve-inch charge, <laughs> so he was able to multi-charge everything, and it was it was really bad, but. I mean, it was the closest game I had. I still was able to chew through a lot and get out there. We're just by, and, and by that again, I wrote the list the night before. Took what we had. So by game three, I was actually more familiar with a lot of stuff, and I was able to like start synergizing a bit. So my favorite game still lost. I think I ended with like five points for the whole day, and I got the wooden spoon, which was my award, the only award from Frontline Gaming. You're the Did best. Did you want me to actually bring you a wooden spoon? I, I no, I had the certificate here. I should have brought it onto the table so you guys could have seen it. No one's ever gonna get you. Although down. you know, next run fair I work, I have <laughs> it's to on buy my a desk. sword. Because everyone loved the wooden sword oh, right. for the for oh. the wooden spoon. Yeah. Like you know what? I know guys who make those at Renfair every year. This yeah. But I had a good time. Next run fair I go to, I just pick it up so the big big tournament I can plop that on the table. That'd be awesome. Because the winner of that at LVO was just as stoked to actually get a wooden sword. A badass sword. Yeah, too. it was really great. So uh, anyway, we got some rumor mill uh, going on. We have a cool photo. And by the way, Scott, once again, thank you. No problem. Thank you for being with you. And mm -hmm. and I, oh, it was my pleasure. Actually, I really enjoyed it. So what is this? Is this a Nautilus? What's going on here? I, it's a clam. I, we were going back and forth uh, in some different chats on what that could be. I, I went with um, underwater grots. Yeah, this can also be 40K, right? This <laughs> See, isn't necessarily could be 40K. Anymore. That to me looks like a Nautilus or some sort of a shell. That could be a Tyranid, but... It's a clamshell. It could be a shield. What is nautically themed? Because the last picture we saw looked like an anchor. Well, so I'm feeling the oceans going on. Part of the Dark Elves. Old Dark Elves were nautical themed. So maybe this plays into that. I'm feeling and, that too. And we already know they're around because in several of the books they talk about how they've come into coast and they're kind of semi-privateer-ish. So maybe that's with their aesthetic because they have a, a that, that thing going. I'm feeling that, because that was my guess on the anchor. I was thinking, I immediately thought uh, Dark Elves too. I like the idea of fish people, though. <clears throat> a whole new army of fish people. We had a whole new army of floaty dwarves. Now we're going to have fish people. Wouldn't it be ironic? Or underwater elves. Wouldn't it be ironic if GW released a fish people army because Kings of War just released a fish, fish people, people army, army, and they're like, oh, how does it feel to get copied? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm just I have no idea. I'm just joking, of course, but that, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, I went to try to remember that one of the animes where they had a whole fish people pirate group that comes in in the first episode. Uh, those who hunt elves, that's it. Those who hunt elves. And I thought, immediately when I saw this, the second thought was, that's it. That's all different fish-themed guys as pirates. And That would be really cool. But it, I, I'm thinking Dark Elves, too, only because like they have the strongest nautical theme. theme yeah. The high elves have a nautical thing going on in their fluff. That's true. But they don't show it in the models, yeah. whereas the dark, the dark elves definitely show it. The closest you get is the little waves painted on the shield with a little yeah. dragon head. In. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So who knows? Maybe it could be a new faction. Maybe it could be Karajan Overlords. But uh, we will see. So we have a random war score we're going to review. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, these were rolled randomly. There was no prior 
choices, choices. I wouldn't have chosen this. I even forgot they existed because nobody plays <laughs> Trogoths. I think Trogoths. Trogoths. They're round based. Really yeah, they are actually. The read through it. They're not Trogoth. bad at all. No, they're really good. They each have a, a, a ranged attack that's Rin two D three damage. What? Six so these are the so old trolls. You do right? yeah. where you charge. Yeah. You run up, throw up on them, and then you can throw up on them repeatedly in and combat. Charge in, and then on your turn you can. Re- Throw up again. Four wounds And each. they each have three attacks. Hit on a four, wound on a three, rend one, two damage apiece. All the Trogoths have the same basic stats, and then they, they regenerate wounds every time. They regenerate their wounds. Please tell me what's bad about these guys. I don't know why people don't use them. They're great. Maybe they don't synergize with anything else. They are an older kit. Maybe they just don't want to field the models. I know I got rid of all my old... Um, oh, and then they have a six-up ignore trolls. all wounds, and they have a four-up save. Yep. These guys are great. Uh, six up only if it's a magical inflicted wound. So what? I'm just saying. Well, each of the Trogoths has a special has a different special resistant ability. Because right. yeah. there's the Sour Breath Trogoths. Ah. Uh, there's the there's there's like three or four different versions. Right. They have the same exact stats, and then they have one special rule different. Right. Yeah, and yeah, this was chosen literally. I rolled a D4 for faction, and I rolled based on the numbering. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I picked that one. I'm like, yeah, I don't see these guys. That's exactly what. Jason yeah. was looking for something people don't see to talk That's about. That's exactly what I wanted. So it's destruction. destruction. So if you're doing mixed destruction, what's wrong with these guys? They I don't, get the bonus movement. I don't see them out there, though. They, they move six inches. I they, think it's just because with right now, people are so focused on destruction with the stone horns yeah. and the um, night goblins or whatever they're called now. The, the, well, and, um, but there's so much the synergy evident in that group. Yeah. You know, because if you're, if you're fielding it from the beast claw perspective, you get the cross healing going mm-hmm. on. As were these guys. I mean, they heal on their own, so you don't need to yeah, do that. Yeah, they're a completely self-contained unit. Mm-hmm. Um, three attacks, hitting on a four, wounding on a three, rin one, two damage, and they each have a, a ranged, six-inch range attack, hitting on a three, wounding on a three, rin two, d three, three damage. Do That's know, like an artillery piece. We don't know the point cost, though, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I think they're like between 160 and 180 for three. Okay. They're, they're great. Yeah. I was just writing a mixed destruction list the other night where I was taking Trogoths oh. in it. Because they, they give you Rind, um, yeah. which you really need. And there's another gem, which we should talk about at some point, the the Magma Dragon. Holy shit. Yeah. That, have you guys seen the That's stats That's not in my rotation of rolls. No. i gotta, I got to get a rotation to the monster one. Maybe it, I'll make a D5. It's one of the most powerful damage-dealing monsters I've seen. Yeah. It's 540 the, points. One of the first... Was he using a Magma Draw? Frankie was using no, it. Was it? No, no, Magma, Magma Dragon. Magma Dragon, yes, he was using oh. Magma Dragon. Is that a Forge World? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, One of it's the first events ass. I ran was just right. for fun. It was, we did uh, votes for your favorite opponent, won it, because that's what they're doing at Warhammer World. I basically copied them for my first two tournaments, just stole their pack outright. Mm-hmm. Um, altered some things to protect the innocent, but the guy who won was feeling that dragon, and he would basically show up at the table, I have bunch of grots and stuff to play or you can monster hunt what do you want to do and there was oh dude i totally want a monster hunt let me do ahead and do that mm-hmm. and everybody he won he got the most votes for having most fun so. sounds like fun uh back to the notes but yeah if you want to pick up some trogoths i would say that you're not going to be disappointed uh we can go over some of the rankings uh, we didn't go over it last week we're running a little bit long but we didn't go over it last week we should definitely go over it this week and then we can talk about upcoming events and then That'll be that. Call it that. All right. So if you want to see the rankings, again, you go to the uh, ITC Age of Sigmar rankings page over at frontlinegaming.org. Top 10, baby. Robert Woods currently leading the pack. David Griffin in second. Michael Birch in third. James Hill in fourth. Jason Hyde in fifth. Robert Neal in sixth. Seventh is Matthew Pashby. Vlad Nika, which is a badass name, is in eighth. I think he's a vampire. 
Jacob Beckham in ninth, and Louis or Louis Pena in tenth. Teams, the top team right now is Betty's Fighting Havanikins. <laughs> when did they pop in there? I don't know. I've seen them before. With a lot of points. Jeez. I am into it. The wow. Mojave Wargaming Club. Yeah. I've heard of them and seen them on here before. And then your mom's garage. Your mom's garage. In third place. That's I'm going to meet some of those guys this weekend because they're playing Sunday up in uh, the Bay Area. Nice. Uh, top Beast Claw Raiders is currently Jonathan Camacho, who's also a very good 40K player. Bone Splitters, we got Grant Potsube uh, leading the pack of one. <laughs> good job. Chaos, we have Robert Neal. Bone Splitters are amazing. I'm surprised more people aren't playing them. Yeah. Uh, Death, yeah. we have David Griffin. Destruction, we have Jason Hyde. Disciples of Zinch, Jacob Potre. Flesh Eater Quartz, we have Lance Shee. Uh, no one is playing Fireslayers right now. Low-hanging fruit. There you it's go. It's because it had, the point costs have well, not Frank been just right? still on the case, right? If, like, if I just took it with me today and played them, You would be fine. leading the pack. But those, those point know. costs are not officially updated yet. No, not until right. the General Sandbook 2 comes yeah. out. <sighs> uh, but the South Coast GT is using the new points anyway. Yeah, well, okay. they asked for that. All right, yes. so if you guys are in the UK and you're a Fireslayer player, come on, RGC. Uh, Iron Jaws, we have Michael Oliver. Chaos, uh, or I'm sorry, Corn Bloodbound, we have Andrew Chu. Order, we have James Hill. Seraphon, we have Zach Lopez. Pestilence, we have John Fuerhelm, our buddy up in Northern right. California. And Stormcast Eternals, Louis Pina, Sylvaneth, we have Vlad Nika. Congratulations to everybody leading the leaderboard. Yeah, uh, Greg pointed out to me when he, he came and went home and looked at the standings, we have as many people logged into this who played in tournaments as we did when we got to LBO this year. Yeah, it's massive growth. Nice. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be four great. figure. We'll be four figures for sure this year. And just to be kind of give you an idea, 40k ITC first year was only 430 people, and now we're we're last year we had like 6,000. 6,000 yeah. different different yeah. logs. Wow. Yeah, and this year we're already we're gonna blow that away. Yeah, I was surprised when this was over 200. I mean, not that surprised. I keep reading all the events and hearing about them, so. But just to know there's that many people who have already put up points yeah. just this year. We're, we're not even two months away from LVO at this point. Yeah, we're, we're two months into this. We're th technically three months into the season. Three months into the season. Yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, what about upcoming events? So we got the Battle Host. Or, yeah, no, no, that's wrong. I'm sorry. Reading all the way to the bottom. Um, interesting, we're Battle Host Tournament. Green Tower Games. I'm going to head to that one mm -hmm. up at Santa Clara. The Unbound April Spring Tournament. That one's out in Stockdale. Stockdale Town Center in Stockdale, Arizona. Scottsdale. That's the 15th. Scottsdale. I got my name wrong. I'll, do, I'll read these ones. <laughs> I, I've, I've got a lot of practice. Age of Sigmar, Bad Saturday, at Memory Lane, Antique Ball in Gate City, Virginia. We have the Unbalanced April Sigmar Tournament again. Bam. Doubling down. Just kidding. That's a copy-paste error. We have the uh, Age of Sigmar, mm. Bad Saturday, Bad Saturday event in uh, Virginia. We have thing. Chaos Copies. Ludic. Uh, that one's going down in Montreal, Canada. Montreal, Canada. Age of Sigmar Michigan GT Preparation Series at AFK Games. Oh, Broadside Michigan. Bash. Broadside Bash. That's going to be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. That's coming up in San Diego, California. That's a local event. All of us are going to be there. Yep. Great event. Scott's running it again because he's a badass. Again, packs up. Um, and two of our local players who would like to be in the tournament, but they opted out, they're actually going to be running demos. So if you want to learn how to play, they're going to be running demos on tables, small games. Cool. Please go check it out if you're a Kingdom Con. And they're already almost sold out. They have room to grow, but please grab a ticket soon. It's at the end of this month. We're all furiously getting our armies prepared. Yeah, we're, yeah. They, are, they said we're at 17, but we can go past the 20. Yeah, we're going to tell everybody who asked me we can go past that. It's going to go way past we're gonna 20. We're going to go way past 20. Yeah. Maybe 30? So, oh, yeah. I, well, you had 20, we had 20 at the RTT. There's 24. We did. Yeah. We did. Uh, then we have the Age of Sigmar Tournament 2 at New Brand Gaming in Brooklyn, New York, and GrotzCon 2017 in Alberta, Canada. 
Look at that. Look how many events we got this weekend. It's growing, baby. I know. It's, yeah, well, it's going all the way to the end of the month. Oh. Right there. Nah. Well, I, I the more advertising, this the more month, people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's great. That's, that you should. Absolutely get, get more should. people to show up. I mean, yeah. 40K pretty much fills itself. Oh, now in 40K, we have like 20 events per weekend. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and any one of them I've ever gone to, it's like you you always want to make sure you know they're coming in advance. You yes. pay in advance. You make sure there's space. Because yep. I've gone to a few where people didn't, and they're being, well, if somebody doesn't show up, there'll be room for you. Yep. And there's five people waiting for that one spot. Fair enough. With this one, I mean, I got 20 out of my 24, which was really good. And 10 of them were totally new players that didn't show up to the last one, that is. So if I get both those groups together, that's 30 players who just have shown up to the, my local one dares. Yeah, and it's only going to continue to grow. Yeah. Uh, and also drop a, little, that. drop a little hint. Uh, we're expecting to get the contract for the venue for the upcoming either SoCal or San Diego GT. Open, excuse me. I think we're going to go with SoCal Open. Um, and that looks like we should have the contract tomorrow. Oh. And if that goes down, we will have room for as many as 100 Age of Sigmar players. Ooh. That will be October 21st. That weekend is what we're looking at. And it's in one of the most beautiful parts of San Diego. Uh, high hopes. I think this event could be pretty fantastic. So uh, keep your calendar clear to the end of October, and we'll let you know more as it develops. May have the done deal tomorrow. We'll nice. See. Sweet. Very we'll fun. See. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us for episode 38 of 38. The, the Ninth Realm, an Age of Sigmar podcast. Please make sure to order your Blades of Corn book if you want to get it from Frontline yeah. Gaming, 25% off. And get an FLG mat. We have over 70 mats. Now, we're almost at 80. different designs. We're almost at 80 right Really? Now. Yeah. Different cuts. Yeah. And you don't have them all pre-made. You just Choice make cuts. them when they get ordered? We will make them as they get ordered. We do have some in I know you have some already. It's like yeah. a pizza. Hot off the press. And Sweet. we're adding new designs, like, pretty much on a weekly basis. Stay tuned. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be, I think, maybe some that would be appropriate for this game. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Some are going to be on fire. Mm. Some might be on nice. fire. So anyway, thank you guys for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the show, and we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys.